This is Chili Dog Pod, a podcast where we only talk about chili dogs. Today's chili dogs come from Mary Max Kitchen in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Well, hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. <laughs> I've been waiting to, I've been accidentally almost saying that every time I do this podcast. Today we have a special treat for you. This is our last Chili Dog Pod episode, so to do something special, we decided to treat you with one of our favorite hot dog chilies, and it's not from Lawrence County. This comes from Butler, beautiful downtown Butler, Pennsylvania, from the old Butler hot dog shop. This hot dog shop was on Jefferson Street in downtown forever. My mother-in-law actually worked there as a waitress um, for a couple of days. They had a little thing that they did when you were a waitress at the Butler hot dog shop. You didn't write anything down. You had to memorize the orders. So, of course, people would always try to mess you up on your order, and she didn't care for that, so she left pretty quickly. They did that until they closed. I want to say they closed in the mid-90s, at some point in time in the mid-90s. Fortunately for all of us, someone bought the name and the recipe and everything, and they reopened just up the street on Jefferson Street in an old gas station, so you can still go to the Butler Hot Dog Shop and get what we call the Butler-style hot dog. This chili is not anything like any of the Lawrence County chilies. This chili is very like some of the Greek or Eastern European sauces or even Mediterranean sauces that contain cloves, nutmeg, um, cinnamon, paprika, sort of flavors like that. All of the hot dog chili sauces, almost all of them, contain paprika in some amounts. This has a lot. And then um, this chili also has nutmeg, cloves, and ketchup in it, which I don't think everybody uses ketchup in their chili, but who knows. So anyway, you get some different flavors there, especially with the cloves and nutmeg. You really get an interesting flavor profile out of that. And the Butler style hot dog itself is very different from what we have in Lawrence County. So when you get a hot dog with everything from the Butler hot dog shop, you would get onions, chili, and a dill pickle spear on top. And it is an incredibly delicious combination. So I encourage you, if you do make this chili, to serve it like that, because I think you'll really enjoy it. Is there also mustard on the Butler chili dog? No, not when you get it everything with chili, you know. It just comes chili, onions, and the dill pickle spear. A little different, but a really good flavor combination, especially, I mean, it's the the flavor, there's so much flavor, it's, it's really, really good this way. So... This recipe makes about three cups of hot dog chili, and I cut this down from a recipe that made a half gallon of hot dog chili. (laughs) Nobody needs that much. It's fairly simple to make. It comes together pretty quickly. It seems like it shouldn't work or even be good, (laughs) But uh, but it does and it is. I'll give you the ingredients, and I'll tell you the easiest way to do this is to do like we talk about sometimes uh, mise en place, which is measure everything out ahead of time and have it sitting there ready to dump in so that you don't forget an ingredient because there's a lot of ingredients here and it might be easy to do. So I'll go through the ingredients and then I'll give you the step-by-step instructions and you can make your own hot dog chili, which is quite delicious. 
I, I'm honestly, I was so thrilled. I was so thrilled that this was the right recipe and it tasted good. <laughs> I was beyond excited when I made this because I kept thinking, man, if this isn't right, if I wasted all this time and this isn't right, but it was right. So here we go. You will need one pound of lean ground beef, one medium-sized onion chopped fine, one and a half teaspoons of salt, two and a half tablespoons of chili powder, three-fourths tablespoons of ground clove, one and a half teaspoons of nutmeg, one and a half teaspoons of black pepper, one and a half teaspoons of sugar, three tablespoons of paprika, three-fourths cup of Heinz ketchup, because this is Western Pennsylvania for crying out loud, three cups of water divided, and a half cup of flour. So here we go. You're going to get a nice size pot. I would say a four-quart pot would work very nicely, uh, like a nice heavy-bottomed one. Even a smaller Dutch oven would work well. You're going to brown your ground beef and your onion, and you want to break the meat up into very small pieces. I did it like before when I was putting it into the pan. I just broke it up into very small pieces, and then I kept breaking it up with the spoon. And so once you get your ground beef in there and your onion, and it starts to brown up a little bit and give off some juice, add your spices, and that's all your spices. Salt, chili powder, cloves, nutmeg, black pepper, sugar, and paprika. And stir those around into the meat because you kind of want to season the meat while it's cooking so that the meat takes on this flavor. And keep breaking it up. When your meat is nicely browned, you don't see any pink in there, add the ketchup and stir that in and mix it around really well and then bring that back up to a simmer again. Once you're back simmering with your ketchup added, add two cups of the water and again, stir and mix well and bring that back up to a simmer. While you're doing that, take that last cup of water and the half cup of flour and mix really well so you don't have any little lumpy bumps in there. You want to mix it so it's a nice smooth mixture. If you end up with lumps and you can't get rid of them, you can pour this mixture through a sieve when you're adding it to the chili sauce to get those lumps out of there. Once you get that mixture back up to a nice simmer again, very carefully take your flour and water mixture and stir that in. Pour it in and stir it the whole time because you don't want it to like cook like dumplings or noodles or something. Cook and stir and keep stirring it pretty often. At first, it'll look like a strange rose color. <laughs> from adding the flour, but that flour will cook and thicken the sauce up and it will become this beautiful brownish red color of chili and it will smell wonderful. This takes about, I want to say for it to thicken up and everything, it's going to be like a half an hour. So you want to cook it on low, you want to keep stirring it, you don't want it to stick and just let it simmer along as it's thickening up and you'll see when it starts to thicken up, and then your chili is done. You can remove it from the heat, let it cool off a little bit, and use it on some hot dogs right then and there. Or you can freeze this. It freezes really well. So I would put like maybe if you have smaller containers, a half of a cup to a cup of chili in each container. 
in addition to us eating four hot dogs with a lot of chili on it <laughs> and all the tasting and everything, I got three almost one cup containers of it to have for the next time. So it it made a nice amount of chili. And I would say, you know, if you were having a cookout or something and wanted to have chili at it, this would be the perfect amount for about, I would say, three or four packs of hot dogs. It would be plenty for that many. And like I said, this is a really different flavor of hot dog chili. It is a little on the hot side, but not bad. Mainly your heat comes from the black pepper. So if you're concerned with it being too warm for you, you can add less black pepper to it to kind of take that heat down a little bit. The chili powder gives it flavor, not as much heat as you would think, but you can really get that black pepper. If you're dying to try a chili, make your own hot dog chili, this is a good one to make. And like I said, it's a little different, a little special. Maybe everybody hasn't had a Butler hot dog. I'll bet nobody's had a Butler hot dog. <laughs> Well, we are in Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you want to take a little excursion over there, I mean, I realize we're leaving Lawrence County, everybody, but if you want to take a little excursion over there and visit the Butler Hot Dog Shop, you will get off of exit Route 8 onto Jefferson Street, exit to Route 8, off of 422, rather, go down Jefferson Street, and you'll come down a hill. Uh, I believe there's a traffic light or at least a stop sign there. At the bottom of the hill, you make a left at the old hotel, which I can't think of the name of. <laughs> believe me, you'll see it. It's a real old hotel. And you make a left and the Butler Hot Dog Shop is right there. But we all have GPS now, so I don't even need to tell you that. You'll find it. Well worth the trip. Great hot dogs. A completely different flavor from Newcastle slash Lawrence County. So thank you so much for traveling around Lawrence County on this chili dog pod and trying all the hot dogs with us. And I know some of you have actually gone to the hot dog shops and tried them. And I really love that. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. We're working on our next eating Around Lawrence County episode of some sort. We've been debating back and forth. We have too many ideas. So we, we, have, to, we have to nail one down, but um, we're getting another one ready for you. And uh, just thank you for your support and thanks for listening. And I hope you try making this chili sauce because it's really good. You can find us online at Mary Mac Bakehouse on Facebook, Mary Mac Bakehouse and Mary Mac Podcast on Instagram, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. If you're from Newcastle and have a favorite hot dog shop that we haven't covered yet, let us know on social media or email info at marymacpodcast.com with your suggestions. <laughs>